0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Sunday evening's Bible study. We're glad to have you from all over the world. We are simultaneously doing Facebook and podcast. Um, our podcast is um, in about eight different states right now. We are uh, certainly uh, generating what seems to be a lot of interest there, and we're very glad about it. We hope those of you on podcast are Enjoying the words, the messages, the teaching. We'd love to have you contact us at Mike Springston FFC um, Podcast through Podbean, Springston 56 at gmail.com, Mike Springston uh, FFCMA.org, or through Family Fellowship Chapels Messaging. We welcome all of those of you from all of our media outlets. Tonight we're looking again at part two of I Am The. And this is how God exposed the favor of Jesus Christ. His favor. How God exposed him. We're looking at uh, John chapter 15. And uh, we're going to go in there. Let's have a quick word of prayer. Father, we thank you for the word of God. We pray that you'd open our eyes, that we could see our ears, that we could hear in our heart, that we could understand what the Word of God says. Then let us apply it to our lives so that we can be changed into the image of your dear Son. Jesus, speak to us through the Holy Spirit. Reveal. We'll receive it and release it to your people. We give you praise and glory and honor for all that you're doing. In the lovely name of ...of Jesus Christ, who is our High Priest, our Lord, and our Man in the Godhead. So we want to welcome you on tonight. I see Charles and Sharon, and uh, I know there will be many more coming in to watch. And uh, if not tonight, during the week, we certainly welcome you into our Bible studies. John 15, 5. I am the vine and you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Now we've looked very deeply into this concept of abiding and we broke down John 14 where that's concerned. But Jesus has said to us that he is in the Father and the Father is in him. If Jesus were to speak to us and explain he would say it this way. I represent the Father. I represent His love. And I represent His favor. I am called both grace and truth. For me, you have the opportunity to see how the love of God works and how God acts. If you are in the vine, the vine will make you to be what the love of God has made me. That's what Jesus would be saying. As the branch the offshoot of the vine, you can have every aspect of the love of God to accomplish what I have been given to set in motion, Jesus would say. I am the who is the vine, and I will show you. Now think about this. I will show you how to be fruitful. Fruit is not to be born of your own volition, of your own work. He is going to show you how to be fruitful. Jesus would say, I will show you how to multiply, how to make my message multiply, so that when it's received and believed, it is appropriated to the personality and that personality reproduces the character of love. He would say, if you will live in me, and live connected to the vine, then the vine will not only live in you, but it will produce in you what the Father produced in me. My friend, There's a difference between that God that worked in Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Moses and that worked for, on the behalf of, the children of Israel and what Jesus is promising us here. Moses and Aaron operated through the outward acts that God did. All of them were were outward acts. God told them how he was going to handle Pharaoh's denial of their three-day pass. He would bring plagues against Egypt so that Egypt would realize who it was they were dealing with. Of course, God used Aaron's rod to complete at least three miracles in the sight of the Egyptians. So in being that God, the things that he was producing were done outside of man. The man was the representative and God would show himself as that God by his outward acts of which man could speak but not produced from himself. This was how that God showed himself to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Even in the covenant, Abraham did the preparation, but God himself walked through the blood. They were representatives, but he executed the work. When Jesus came and presented himself as, I am the, end quotes, He was showing himself every bit as present and every bit as powerful. Every bit as active as that God. However, after he went back to the Father and returned to the Godhead, he would not be in just a moment or in just a problem. He wouldn't show up in the moment. He wouldn't show up to just take care of the problem. But he would be in the believer. Think about this. Moment by moment and day by day. When you were on the mountaintop or whether you were in the valley or whether you were walking somewhere in between, he was there. He was Christ. He became Christ in you. What a thing to know, my friend. Because it went from the God of acts, the God of the acts that he did, to a God of the ways that he operated. My God. In you, always, always, And you could be connected to him by this vine. He would be the I am the who became the abiding force that met every need, every day, all day. Whenever the need arises, he's there. If there is no need and all is still, he's there. He's by the still stream and he's by the raging water wherever you are. This is the difference in how God would deal with mankind after the cross because you and I could have the vine connected to us and that vine being connected to us would operate in us, out of us and through us At every moment of every day, people don't understand that. And this is why, when they don't understand it, this is what happens to them. They think that their thought processes, their passions and desires go unnoticed by God. But we have to look no further than Hebrews 4 to find out that's not true. Hebrews 4 tells us he knows the very thoughts and intents. Why would he know those thoughts and intents? Why would he know the very inner workings of man to the joint and the marrow? Because the joint and the marrow was attached to the vine. It came out of the vine. He knows what we're doing, and we often lose sight of that. When we lose our temper, or we lose our tongue. Or we lose our thought. My friend, Jesus Christ is in you. His DNA resides in you. You are a member of the vine. You are one of the fruit of the vine. He is there all day, every day. Jesus would begin to use man to accomplish the works that he began to do and to teach and out of man he would begin to flow. Now you need to listen to my teaching on prayer because you're going to find three, really four words that are crucial from John 14. You're going to find that God had a plan for man and that you can be saved. God had a place for man and that through his lordship you can be seated in heavenly places. God had a promise for man and from that promise you could be baptized with the Holy Spirit. From these three coordinated efforts you could fulfill the purpose of God. I in you and you in me. Together, operating as one, navigating this world, covering the journey together. He would be the I am who possessed all of the ingredients that were required now. He bore you as fruit. He would give you all of the ingredients so that you also could bear fruit. As long as we remain in the I am there, we would have his victorious anointing to prosper us and to bring us into the health, both spiritually and physically. As long as we remain in the I am the, we bring forth much fruit. Now again, there's a lot of school of thought on this because most people say, well, that has to be your ability to be a witness and draw people to Christ. He said, without me, You can do nothing, let alone be a witness for me. Now let's look at what fruit really looks like. First, this fruit is a fruit that can be grown and developed. The biggest tragedy in the Christian world today is that people repeat Romans 10 and 10 and do nothing to develop their Christian life. Trod over the Son of God and do nothing to develop their Christian life. Why? Because of the doctrine of the day that tells them, once they've come into grace, they'll always be in grace, never understanding that grace is Jesus Christ. Living in Jesus Christ means that you are in Him, and He's in you. It's not a word that just hangs in the air, and becomes an umbrella for man to say, I'm under grace. No, it's Jesus Christ. Now, we're going to have to grow and develop some fruit. Of course, John Paul uh, tells us in Galatians chapter 5, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. Oh my, if you're going to grow and develop in Christ and he is going to be the I am the, the possession of all the elements of the Father, releasing them in you, then you're going to have to crucify the flesh. Well, where are we going to do that, Pastor? We're going to follow the steps of Jesus to the tomb. We're going to place our flesh with him just as we were crucified with him. Our spirit man is going to be preserved. Look at verse 25. If you live in the spirit, then let us walk in the spirit. My mother's rendition of that is, act like it. Very simple. We're going to have to eliminate the things of the flesh and the affections that go along with our own lusts and our own desires if we're going to grow and mature. In other words, we're going to have to pinpoint the things in our life that we know are contrary to the character of Jesus Christ, that are contrary to who he was, that are more like sin and Satan than are like Jesus. We're going to have to pinpoint them. And instead of saying, Well, that's just who I am, that's the way my mother was, that's the way my father was, that's the way that we're going to have to say I, by the grace of God, Jesus Christ, crucify that and kill it, and bring it under subjection, so that I can grow and mature in the fruit of that I am the is producing from the vine as my source. This production from the vine is the DNA of the I am the. The nine fruits that are innate to what the vine produces are the things that the DNA of Jesus Christ must produce in you. First fruit, of course, is love. Now remember, grace is God's tool for love to mankind. Favor was the gift of Jesus Christ. Grace comes to man in the person of Jesus Christ. He is grace and truth. Now man gets saved, and the love of God begins to be a fruit. That he grows in and develops. This is the core fruit that comes from the vine. Why would that be? Because the core of the vine is who God is, and he is love. The first thing you're going to taste is the love of God. Man does not taste love when he serves sin. Man does not understand love when he serves the man of sin. Man lives by feeling and emotion. But when Christ, the man of grace, who is grace, comes in, the first thing you experience is love. It's the core. This is so because I am the, is the love that was commended to us in the form of grace when we were yet sinners. Love is the product of the vine. It is what causes, now watch this now, all of the other eight fruit to work. Love is the core. Love is in the absolute center of the makeup, of the growth of the fruit. Why would that be? Because it comes out of the source who is the one who was favored by the love of God. You have believed on that one who was favored, who is known as grace and truth. And so your core makeup now is totally made over. And it's made in to the love. It's manufactured according to Ephesians 2 and 10 created in you by Christ Jesus, who the love of God gave as a gift of grace directly to you. So at our core is love, and everything else now begins to operate out of that. Our fruit life will show the world who controls our inner man. How will he do that? Now watch this now. Love will be the predominant factor. Our core will no longer be controlled by the works of the flesh. Our core will no longer be controlled. Our mind will no longer be controlled by the lust, the passions, and the desires that are known entities, factors of the man of sin. We will take on a new core. We will bear the fruit of love. Secondly, This fruit cannot be completed. You will never understand, enter into, become a part of the dynamic of the love of God unless you come under the influence of I am the. And he becomes your source. He is the source of love. For God so loved the world that he gave. God looked out and said, man needs Jesus Christ. He will be the grace that man requires. He will come, and when man believes on him, the love of God will be exposed to them. How will they get it? Through the expression of grace. Now man becomes under the influence now of I am the, and the vine begins to operate through us in love. Where did he get it? From his father. God is love. You cannot manufacture the fruit of the spirit without the vine. You will be up, and down, and in, and out, all based on how you feel. And we've all seen that day, we've seen Christians who live under those conditions, tossed to and fro by emotional swings that are absolute false flags of contentment. And when they become, disra- de- they become disrail- derailed, when these emotional feelings subside, yeah. Why? Because they have not the essential core, love. Third, these fruit now have physical implications. Watch this. Love solves and calms not only the inner man, but the mind. Joy passes understanding to your mind And your mind no longer lives under stress. I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Peace maintains the heart and the mind and the inner organs of man because of peace become very relaxed. There's no stress on the heart, the lungs, the liver. All of the inner man becomes very relaxed. Peace encompasses, why? Because the mind comes under rest. Long-suffering keeps a person on an even keel. Look at the physical implications of these fruit. It keeps them on an even keel, causes them not to be rattled and shaken, causes them not to be moved. Isn't that what Paul said? Yet none of these things move me. Why? He is the one that wrote this to us. He understood the DNA of the vine. Gentleness. Gentleness of character is a likeness to the I am the that is it is reflected in our ability to deal with others with kindness that comes out of us in the factor of servitude that allows us to prefer others before ourselves. I was in a meeting not long ago with a very high-ranking official from the IPHC. I watched him as he went around and picked up trash, took people's trays and put them in the trash cans with a smile on his face and a, can I get that for you? Let me take care of that. Utter servitude, gentleness of character, preferring others before themselves. My friend, that right there is a character we do not have in our world much today. Even sometimes in the church world, we don't see that. We don't see others that are treating others with a kind and tender touch and a kind and tender word. But in the DNA of Christ, from love, gentleness occurs. Goodness is the trait of the I am that shows the ability to be generous, to be a giver, and to do good. And that giving generous be- generosity becomes your personality. Gentleness becomes your attitude but goodness becomes your personality. Well, how would that happen? Because I've been inundated with love. I've been filled with the DNA of the vine. Faith, my Lord, the attachment of our belief system to Him, whereby we live not by our own faith, we don't try to manufacture faith, we don't try to manipulate faith, We don't try to manage faith. We don't try to hold God hostage to our faith. No. We attach our faith to Jesus Christ. We are in Him. And in Him, our faith resides as the substance and the evidence of the things that move heaven. The Lordship of Jesus Christ and Him as man in the Godhead. The three parts of man become nurtured by this substance and evidence. They become his presence in us by faith. God is pleased when love generates our faith, and when our faith is generated to be done by the faith of Jesus Christ. Love has now dominated our faith. Now that's different. Because our world today teaches us that our faith should demand, our faith should manage, our faith should manipulate, our faith should cause. Love causes our faith to trust in the vine, to trust in the vine. Love causes us to trust by faith in the source. It will nurture me. It will be my husband. God will take care of me. He will form the soil of my life. When I feel good, when I don't feel good, he is there. When I'm up, he's there. When I'm down, he's there. My faith is consistent in him, by him. Because of Him. He is the author and the finisher of this gift. How did I produce such a faith? I got it from Him. Came about through my connection to the vine. Produced in me by love. My Lord, now God is pleased with our faith. This is the area from which God uses to bring us in to the unity of the measure of the stature of Christ Jesus. Spoken of in Ephesians 4. From faith, now, from that joint faith, watch what he does. He works. He blesses. He releases the promises of God that are yea and amen in Christ Jesus, to whom our faith is generated and to whom we have attached our faith. How did we do it? It all started by producing the one fruit that came when we attached ourselves by our belief system to the vine, love. This alone impacts every area. This ability to put our faith in the correct object and not to use faith as a manipulative tool, a management tool, a commanding tool, a demanding tool, but a tool that connects to the vine, puts his trust in the faithfulness of Jesus Christ. This now impacts every area of our spiritual and physical self. What comes from it, pastor? Here's the beauty. Paul said, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Who wrote this scripture? Paul did. Paul knew something about it, friend. Paul had it. He's showing it to us. He's telling us how we have to operate to get there. We'll be impacted spiritually and physically if we will but put our trust in Jesus Christ. Someone said, yeah, but he said, ask and it shall be given. He did. He did. And you need to come and follow along with me about what prayer does. How prayer works in the asking, seeking, and knocking realm. You need to come and follow that on my podcast under how prayer works according to Jesus from John 14. God wants us to be so in tune through these fruits and through the condition and position of love, that we go into the throne room of God by being under His Lordship, walk into the place that we're supposed to be, seated in heavenly places, and speak and have interaction with Him, and tell Him, Yes, Father, I thank You today that my knee is bothering me, but the Bible says that my, that promise of God and healing belongs to me. So I just take it by faith. Step over it now and go on. I receive it. I release it. It's done. What we do with our faith is we spend our time trying to manage and manipulate the God of the universe. Meekness or humbleness, Humility is the willingness to allow ourselves to become servants of others. Serving becomes a medicine that ministers to our body. Again, we are made by the force of the DNA of the vine to become like Jesus. Temperance is the trait of the I am that gives us the physical ability to live in self-control. We control our flesh by controlling our thinking. Your flesh without the influence of the I am the has no filter to help navigate the outside world. There are nine fruit that the I am develops in the believer. The I am the develops in the believer. The navigation of those fruit all begin from love. From love. Now, I'm not going to go any further tonight, but I do want you to know that in John 15, beginning in verse 6, Jesus speaks to another group. You can read that for yourself. He speaks to another group. And that group refuses to be attached to the vine correctly, to come under the fruit the development of the fruit correctly, and the Bible is very clear, he is cast forth as a branch. There is another group who is hearing truth and rejecting it. Now the question is, is that you? Could that be me? I need to repent and I need to begin to bear the fruit of love and let all of the other eight fruit live out of me. Because when I do, I am the, is reproducing himself in me. As the vine reproduces itself The vine, the true vine, the true vine is reproducing Himself in me. In me. He's with me every moment of every day. I'm never alone. Do you see it? I am the. I am the bread. I am the light. I am the gate. I'm grace. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, I am the true vine. You see, my friend, in Jesus Christ, when we find the I am the, all of a sudden, we begin to do exactly what Paul said would happen. We begin to act like we are living in the Spirit. It comes naturally to us. Because we experience the love of God. And the other fruit, they just begin to develop. They wrap around, and 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 they wrap around. Until all of a sudden, they have wrapped around us until I am no longer seen. But they are seen And they are exposed. And the world sees them. And we become those that are able to continue to do and to teach what Jesus began to do and to teach. Father, I praise You for the Word of God. Minister to Your people. Open our eyes so that we can see. So that we can attach ourselves to I am the And become, through fruit bearing, in us, the person, the attitude, the character, the love that you have intended us to be, so that the world may not see us, but the world will see you. Thank you for all of that in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, our high priest, our Lord, and our man in the Godhead. Well... We love you. We hope to see you Wednesday night at 6.45 and then next Sunday morning at 10.30. We appreciate all those of you that are on our media outreaches. Contact us through the methods that we've offered. We appreciate every one of you. May God richly bless you and keep you until we have the opportunity to speak again.